can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So we are close to coming out of lockdown in Victoria. So Hannah, I know we're both very much looking forward to our beauty appointments. Mm -hmm. I've booked two appointments so far. I've booked a lash lift and I've booked the works at James Vivian. That's what I told him. I said, (laughs) just book me in for everything. I'll take it all. Um, so I have got those booked in for like the first week that we're out. Um, but I really, really, really want to get my hair done. And I think hairdressers are probably going to be booked out for six months because I yes. don't have like a regular hairdresser. So Neither I do think I. it's going to be yeah. difficult to get in. And I'm worried about that because I'm desperate. Like I want to, as I said recently, I want to shave my head. Wait, what, what do you want to do to your hair? I just need it cut. Like it's so long and I need it colored as well. It's just so drab. Mm-hmm. I hate looking at it. I have my hair tied up most of the time, which is unusual for me. I normally wear my hair down. I feel like you need to get onto this and you need to get an you need to get an appointment ASAP. I know, but I think they're already so like backlogged with people that had to cancel. Mm. I don't even know where to start with getting in. But I probably should book something and then maybe I might be able to get in before Christmas. Yeah. If I'm lucky. Well, I think I've got my hair sorted. I'm gonna try and get in with Marie Kane. Yes. One of the one of our friends. She I wanna get like a I just her brief was I want sexy, a sexy haircut. That was my mm, brief. Okay. I just want something what, sexy. What would that involve? Who knows? I don't know. I'll leave All it right. up to the I'll leave it up to her. I uh, maybe something so, a bit like Yeah, loose explanation. Like maybe like like long bangs, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. maybe a bit shaggy. Yeah. I just want something ah, okay. completely different to what yes. I sent her a voice note the other day and I said, I actually feel really sad about my hair. Like I just feel sad looking at it. Yeah. It's so Same dead and it's so like it needs to be cut so badly and the color's mm. so off now like it so desperately needs her help um mm. my feet are disgusting like i've never needed are a pedi- i've never needed a pedicure more than i need a need go right down now. to chemist warehouse and get some milky foot <sighs> I just think I just want to wait. There's still a couple of weeks left of lockdown. I obviously also need to get laser hair removal because that's been a yeah, long time same. coming. Same. I need to resume my laser hair removal. Oh, as well. and my and my ta- and my tattoo removal. I've got to book that in yes. as well. God, it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy few months. Yeah, I know. <laughs> catching up on all of these appointments. I think I underestimated prior to this pandemic how much I love and appreciate my beauty appointments yeah yeah. like I never realized how much I would miss it until it's been weeks on end or months even what we've been through in Victoria it's just like oh this one little thing that brings me a slice of joy Mm -hmm. and it's not there like I can't go and do it um it really does make a difference I just underestimated that until this but yeah I will definitely appreciate every beauty appointment I have even if it's painful from now on Mm -hmm. um are you watching anything on Netflix 
at the moment or any other streaming service. I just finished Scenes from a Marriage last night, the last episode. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that last time. Oh, did I? Yeah, I just finished that yesterday. Absolutely loved it. Um, I haven't really watched anything else. I mean, I watched, oh, actually, Kim Kardashian on Saturday Night Live. I watched yes. That. Did you watch yeah. it on Binge? Yeah, I did. Yeah. She did a great job. I know. Oh my she God. She really did. And I could tell that she was hating the scene like where they were singing. Like I know that she hates doing that stuff. She was such a good sport. But she was such a good sport. I agree. She just really gave it her all. And um, I really thought the most random lineup of guys in that um, bachelor, the bachelor, the bachelorette <laughs> thing. Like, um, sorry, what? Yeah. Like, but could they <laughs> have chosen funny. any more random guys? Like, it. But didn't... I also really loved her look in that. Yeah, she like the great. hair and makeup in that. Yeah. she looked stunning. Agree with that. I know that they were trying to take the piss and make her really like basic, but she looked great. <laughs> yeah, um, but I did love her. I'm loving all the um, outfits with the gloves and the full yeah. shoes. Like I'm actually loving yeah. it. I think she looked great in the pink jumpsuit. Amazing. Yeah. I love Kim. Same, but, same. Anyway. Um, I was watching um, Made on the weekend on uh, Netflix. Yep. Yep. I really like that. Yeah, seeing that storyline was very eye-opening um, mm. and, yeah, very important messaging as well. Um, so I really liked that. And we've also been watching 90 Day Fiancé. Um, mm-hmm. Hattie watches it, like, when I'm not around as well. So I come in at, like, different times and then she updates me on the storylines. But um, it's absolute trash TV. Like, I don't, it's, yeah, it's concerning that it airs on TV. It's, like, a very strange concept but um, also very entertaining and I can't look away when it's on. So I'm loosely watching that as well. Um, what is on today's episode? On today's episode, we are joined by our besties to do a little besties battle Mm. with Hattie and Steph. Then we're chatting to Hannah English about how SBF works. Um, She is a content creator and pharmaceutical scientist. And then, of course, the products we didn't know we needed. All right. There's a lot. We've actually, as Matthew said earlier, um, we've hit a Beauty IQ record today with how many people we have on the line. So we have two very special guests to Hannah and I. No one else probably cares that much, but they're, <laughs> they're our best friends. <laughs> so on, on my side, we've got uh, my friend Hattie, who's also my housemate. And on Hannah's side, we've got her friend Steph. And they're going to be going head to head today. <laughs> We're putting them up against each other to see uh, who knows more about the podcast. Um, and basically that will tell us whether or not they're a good friend. So, uh, But Steph goes to sleep to our voices every night, don't you, Steph? <laughs> Maybe. She sometimes texts me at 4am, like just assuming that I'm all, all, also awake and says, oh, I'm just listening to your voice to go back to sleep. It's my, med- it's my meditation app. But- Hattie, you are not going to win this. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Tap out now. But already know I'm Joe's um, best friend because I cook her dinner every night. She so does. It's fine. Yeah, she keeps me alive, so. So that says anything. Um, but, Matt, you've prepared some questions. We haven't actually seen them, so we don't know what you're going to be asking um, Hattie and Steph. So if you want to take it away for us, we can jump in wherever required. Yep, yep. Okay, so as we were saying before, there's a lot of people on mic at the moment, a beauty IQ record, so I'm going to have to run a pretty tight ship for this one. Mm-hmm. It, we're going to be doing a quiz um, on what you know about beauty IQ and skincare in general. Um, I've got three 
rounds with a few questions each. The first one is, who said this? Where I'll be uh, <laughs> quoting the podcast. Um, and you two have to guess which one out of Joe and Hannah said it. Then some general skincare knowledge and then some general Joe and Hannah knowledge. But I'm thinking, with this first one, with who said this, if you think it's your bestie that said it, you buzz in and your, ne- your buzz is your name. So can we test your buzzes real quick? Hattie? Hattie. <laughs> Steph? Steph. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this is the first question of who said this. This is uh, episode 103. Sometimes I'll take my shoes off in a nightclub if I need a break. Steph. Steph? Hannah, of course. (laughs) She wouldn't even take her shoes off at home. (laughs) All right, second one. Who chose this as their product they didn't know they needed? A pack of matches that costed $31. Hattie. Hattie. Joe? Incorrect. That's You're Hannah. Me. You love a candle. The house always smells. <laughs> All right. So that's two to, two to Steph. Um, okay. In an interview with the Inspired Unemployed, this host, Joe or Hannah, learned that marking your messages as unread in Instagram DMs doesn't actually get rid of the scene notification for the sender. Hattie. Steph. I heard Hattie. Hannah. Incorrect, Hattie. That is Joe. I was going to guess Hannah too. Steph is absolutely cleaning up here. Um, We have two more questions for the Who Said This round. Okay, this was in episode 57. Here's the quote. I don't care if these tech companies are spying on us. Like, Google knows I'm lonely. Like, I don't care. Steph. Steph? Hannah. Hannah again. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon Steph's going to get a perfect game here. Yeah, 100%. Okay, here we go. Hattie, I think you should just back yourself in on this last question, yeah. just regardless. Mm. Who said this? <laughs> I actually like the smell of my fingernails after I scratch my scalp. Hattie. Hattie? Joe? Joe, correct. You'd think Hannah, <laughs> yeah! but Joe. That almost threw you. I, thought you. I saw you thinking about it. It reminds me of the episode where you're, um, where you're talking about smells that you, you don't want to admit that yeah. you like. Yeah. And yeah. I really related. Steph even knows the episode name. Yeah, that's an extra point for Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, which one, I remember you telling me you really related to something oh, in there. Most of them, but smelling my dog's paws or I call them Mm. tiny toe beans because they look like little beans and smelling them I thought I was the only weirdo and I (laughs) never admitted it to anyone yeah no that was a popular one so what's the score Matthew uh the score is four to Steph to Hattie one (laughs) I'll redeem myself Um, will you well just a quick debrief now Joe and Hannah how are you feeling with how your besties are going um I'm very very happy to hear that Steph is up for good work Well, I'm not surprised after hearing that Steph listens as she goes to sleep. Um, I am hoping that Hattie does make a comeback. Um, Otherwise, I will be not speaking to her this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you won't get dinner then. There we go. All right. Well, here's some basic skincare knowledge. So not 100% necessarily to do with the podcast, but definitely would have been covered on the podcast. So first one, what is the number one anti-aging ingredient? Hattie. Hattie. Retinol. Woo! Okay, and with this one, you only get the point if the other person gets it. So, Steph? Was that wrong? That was wrong. Oh. Oh. Hyaluronic acid. Oh, I know. Correct both of you. SPF. Of course. Of course. 
I thought Hannah cheered when I got it. I actually thought you got it. I thought you were cheering because clearly, you got it wrong. Clearly I don't know. <laughs> clearly I don't even know enough because I, I thought it was written all two and then I, it was a trick question. Trick if question. you were going yeah, by like, yeah, I guess it is a bit of a trick question, that one. You could have given her retinol, but I see why you went with SBF. Is there an adjudicator? It's Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. <laughs> That's why he's here because otherwise we would have all fought yeah, each I'm other. Yeah, I'm the quiz master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> On the face... Where is your th- where is the thinnest part of your skin located? Hattie. Steph. Hattie? Under your eyes or your eyes. Correct. Good. Yes. Hattie, she's coming back. Um, what is micellar water used for? Steph. Steph. To wipe away makeup and oils and stuff. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Just, Steph, you've come a long way since I knew you. She calls serums um, potions. Okay. Skin potions. Not just serums. Anyth- anything that you talk about on the podcast is a, f- is a potion for your face or body. Yeah. Um, I've really done a 180 from someone who used to wash their face once a day with water only to yep. oh, now yeah. having a drawer full of okay. potions. I love that for you. <laughs> okay, this one's difficult, I reckon. Miranda Kerr's skincare brand, Cora Organics, all have products that are energized by a certain crystal. <laughs> Which crystal is I, that? I know this. Mm. I can't believe I know this. Come on, Hattie. Hattie? Hattie? Rose quartz? Yes! yes! Wow. Well done. That's really good. Yes. Thank you. I'll put one under your pillow later. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one might be a quick one, so be ready for your buzzers. What is hyaluronic acid? Hattie. Hattie? Water molecules. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> um, I would have been looking for a hydrating humectant ingredient. Yeah. That's what I would have would have wanted to see there. <laughs> All right, we just got to we'll do one more skincare one. What is glycerin? Okay, this is not right, but I thought it was something that's like sugary stuff that's in food. <laughs> Glucose. <laughs> Is it to do with glycolic acid? No. Again, the hydrating right. ingredient. Started with G. Yeah, hydrating. Okay, I'm going to ask one real, real straightforward skincare question just to wrap up the skincare part. What are the three main products everyone needs in a skincare routine? Hattie. Hattie. Sunscreen, cleanser. Retinol. Oh, so no. close yet so far. Go, Steph. Steph. SPF, cleanser, moisturizer. <sighs> Correct. Wow, that really hurt you there, Hattie, because you were getting close. <laughs> yeah, and now it's extended out again. So here we're at. We're at Hattie on three um, and Steph's on six. Steph, I'm so proud. We're not oh, good on you, it. Steph. Very proud. We're not out of it. <laughs> Hattie is such a Pisces. <laughs> Encouraging your competitor. <laughs> She, was she encouraging Steph? Yeah, she's like, good on you. Whereas, whereas <laughs> Steph the Scorpio, I'm just gloating, like, oh, winning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steph is in a pretty comfortable lead at the moment. Um, and now we've come up to the round where, Hattie, I'm going to ask you three questions specifically about Joe, and then, Steph, I'll ask you three questions about Hannah. Hattie, just because you're so far behind, I'm going to ask you four questions <laughs> just oh. as an opportunity. That's an opportunity to at least get even or one up if Steph gets none. Yep. I think that's only fair yep. as a quiz master. Yeah, yeah, great. Okay. Go quiz master. 
Hannah's party alter ego is Hannah. What is Joe's party alter ego? I don't think she's going to get this. <laughs> no, she does the vomit cash, but I wouldn't know the name you of definitely that person. Okay, yeah, no, no, but we're doing a name. <laughs> just, just think of her name. Think of her name. Joni. Joanne? <laughs> Incorrect. You I do not listen to, to the podcast, no. clearly. She's, she's obviously not a regular listener. She is enough of my voice. The correct answer is Jolene. Why can't Joe have coffee? Oh, it makes her sh** herself. All right, there we go. Correct. It's an easy one. Okay. Uh, besides Beauty IQ, what would Joe's favourite podcast be? Case file. Yep. Oh, correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. You need this final one, Hattie, to be even with Steph before Steph does any of her questions. <laughs> yes. So you need this one. <laughs> okay. What is Joe's skin type? Come on, Hattie. Perfect. <laughs> what? I'm, we should give her that. That's okay. okay, we'll accept that. Sin Perfect. Bot. She doesn't have issues. <laughs> All right, we're going to accept it, but it obviously puts my integrity as quiz master in question but Steph how you feeling you just need to get one <laughs> if you don't get one Steph I'm hoping 20 years of friendship will um put me in good stead but let's see Hannah likes walking around this park in Melbourne and I'm not saying the only reason she does it this is the only reason she does it, but she has said on the podcast that she does it because it's where all the hot guys hang oh, out. Oh, this is too easy, Matt. The tan. The tan, correct. <laughs> That's really easy. That was way too easy. Keep going. Hannah yeah. likens her hair to that of a character in Harry Potter. Which character is it? Hagrid. <laughs> not, not easy if you don't listen to the podcast. That's not that easy. Yeah. You say it on Instagram all the time. <laughs> Hannah likes getting tattoos. She's also gotten tattoos removed. Where did she get her first tattoo removed on her body? Oh, that's a tough one. The first one that got removed, I think, I think the right wrist, like the inside of the right wrist. Left wrist. Left wrist. Close. Steph was actually with me in South America when I got one of my tattoos. She was there with me holding oh, my yes. hand. Steph, remember that? That Steph? is the point where you should have said, Hannah, this is not a good idea. The, the, um, <laughs> and you failed her. The, the tat that just creep, creeps over the undie line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a real, it's a nice surprise. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, look, that's, that's the quiz. Um, Steph. How much did Steph win by? Three. Okay. Not yep. not a huge amount, not, but... Yeah, not massive. How do you, how do you feel? Um, well, I think I should get points for just trying. Um, yeah. Secondly, <laughs> I'd like to say that I've asked Jo for me to be on the podcast since it started and she shut me down every time. I had a single conversation with Hannah and I was on the podcast. So Made it happen. Do, win, Joe. Make, do better. I make it happen. Um I'm just so relieved that I won. I just thought, surely I listen to this every night to go to sleep. I must have, I must have absorbed something. Um, You you really, you really surprised me. Except you weren't that good on the skincare. You've still got a bit, a bit of a way to go there. Bit of a way to go. To be honest, I've got a drawer full of potions, and I, I buy them. I put them in my cart late at night when I'm listening to the Beauty IQ. um, Put it in my cart, and then. Uh, but then by the next day, I'm like, I bought them. What are all these potions for? Joe, I don't think I could yeah. ever go as- go to sleep listening to your voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could. 
I don't think you could. The only voice I can go to sleep to is the host of Case File. I couldn't go to sleep to yeah. anything else. Um, Steph, I'd love to ask, what's it like being friends with Hannah? <laughs> and an adventure. <laughs> And an emotional roller coaster at times. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks. That's really nice. Patty, what's it like being friends with Joe? Well, where Joe doesn't refer to me as a friend to anyone. She actually refers to another group of friends. Yeah. She goes, Oh, you know Aww. my friends. And I look at her with heartbreak. It's because we're not really friends. We've grown up together. So it kind of feels like mm. we're family. So we're stuck mm. together. I did say to her when we moved into our place together, I was like, it just instantly felt like home because. Whenever, like, I'm with her, I feel like I'm mm. at home. So it just felt instantly homey. Like, I didn't have that, like, settle in time. You yeah. know, when you move somewhere and you're like, it just doesn't feel like mm. my house. Um, and we both yeah. kind of took our spots on the couch and at the kitchen table without even talking about it. So <laughs> we're, we're old and married. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Hattie and Steph. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. So we have another repeat guest today. I love that we're doing the rounds and repeating a few of our favourites now, like we're going through our list of our favourite past guests. And today we have Hannah English joining us. She's a content creator, beauty writer and pharmaceutical scientist. Welcome to the podcast, Hannah. Lovely to see you again. Hello. Another thank Hannah. you for having me. Yes. yes. Um, Use your names as buzzers, guys. <laughs> Hannah E, Hannah F. <laughs> what year were you born? Because Hannah was the most popular name, I think, the year that I was born. 1988. Same. Yeah, that's why. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like Hannah was one of the most popular baby names, I think, in the year that we oh, were born. Good one, Mum. <laughs> I know. Thanks. So original. <laughs> so we'll jump into today's topic. We're talking all things SBF because if anyone knows SBF, it is the Hannah English. So, Hannah, we know that SBF stands for some protection factor. Can you tell us what that rating actually means? Yes. So it measures the protection from UVB, which is kind of the stronger UV ray. And SPF is a factor of your skin's, it's called minimal erythema dose. It's the dose of UV radiation it would take to make your skin go pink or burn um, within, you know, the next 16 to 24 hours. You know how sunburns tend to creep up on us. Mm-hmm. So if you would burn... An easy way to think about it is if you would burn in one minute, then an SPF 30 should give you 30 minutes, so it's 30 times. And it's just important to note that in June, one minute is different to in January, one minute. So like it's, it, it does vary because it's a dose of UV, not a time frame. And the UVA kind of like you said, UVA and UVB, UVA is ageing and UVB is burning. Yes, that's a simple way to remember it, yes. Um, so easy. It's like they made it for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on to broad spectrum, why is using broad spectrum protection so important? So broad spectrum means that it covers UVA and UVB and While UVA is less intense of an energy, it still causes issues for our skin, the ageing one, right? So if you write broad spectrum on a sunscreen, it means that the UVA protection has to be at least one third of the SPF. So if it's SPF 30, again, good example, then it has to be at least 10 
UVA protection factor. Mm -hmm. But UVA can get through glass, so like your car or the windows. So you want you you definitely want to be protecting from that. Um, has everyone seen that truck driver photo with the like? Yes, I've yes. seen that. Yes, <laughs> the most commonly used photo in dermatology offices. Fully. Um, and there's an office worker one. It's a bit harder to find, but this office worker worked next to a window and like once for 15 years and one side of the face is mm -hmm. very different to the other. Yeah. Mm. A lot of people do say that like, oh, but I just drive to work and then I work in an office all day um, without realising that UVA does penetrate glass. So anytime you are exposed to any kind of sunlight, I suppose, through your windows, you could be exposed. So what are the key differences between chemical and physical sunscreens and why would you choose one over the other? Okay, so we've seen people saying that chemical absorbs and physical reflects and that's why it's called physical, mm -hmm. um, but both mostly absorb UV and physical just reflects like 5 to 10%, so they're not that different in that way. Um, and so I like to call them organic versus inorganic, inorganic being physical, and that's because I think the word chemical sometimes gets unfairly negative connotations mm, when like... I agree. Yeah. yeah, but you might choose an inorganic if your skin's very sensitive because zinc oxide is a really soothing ingredient. And you might choose an organic if you like a silky texture or you need it to be more sheer um, and you want it to be a bit more comfortable. Although there are some quite good inorganic ones now. Yeah, um, it is quite hard to find like what you would call a an inorganic being a physical. They're hard to find in formulas that just sit nicely on the skin. Like I agree I, I'm with glad that. that there's been so much like evolution in formulas now because you can actually find ones on the market that are suitable to wear. But prior to that, it was like wearing a thick mask on your face. That and yeah. like the metallic smell. Do you know the word yes. I mean? <laughs> yeah. You put it on, you're like, oh, rusty. Yeah. And you can you can smell it all day as well. So on to the next question. There's a lot of misinformation around um, SPF. What's the biggest myth you've heard to date? So there's the completely out there, like sunscreen gives you cancer, mm. which is a lot, but ultimately sunscreens are listed medicines in Australia. So TGA is onto it. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> and like a less intense myth is the flashback one. So have you seen like people say, oh, don't wear makeup if you're um, going to be photographed. Don't wear makeup with SPF or don't wear SPF because yep. you get a flashback. So every time I review a sunscreen, I photograph it with flash and I've used external flash. I've used chemical. I've used physical sunscreens. I've not gotten a flashback once. So I don't know what this mystical flashback is that's supposed to happen <laughs> with SPF, but, like, please wear sunscreen on your wedding day. Please. Yeah. Don't go home. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, so can you explain why sunscreen should be your last skincare step and what's your technique for reapplying during the day? So sunscreen has to make an even layer. I try to think about it like, it's invisible foundation. So you wouldn't put your foundation under all your skincare because your skincare will move it around and you won't have that mm -hmm. even um, layer. So sunscreen's like that. It needs to protect evenly. And if you put it on first and then all your other skincare, then that's going to move it around and then um, you won't get good protection. You'll get blotches. 
We don't want burnt blotches. So I have like a sponge that doesn't absorb much. It's a velour sponge and I use that to apply a liquid or cream sunscreen over top. So it will sheer out my foundation a bit, but you can use like a matte sunscreen, for example, and then that will help to control oil. So you can do that or some come in mists now, but you have to use a lot at a time because a lot of it ends up in the air. I've seen those mists and I wasn't sure how you would feel about them. How much would you recommend applying of like an SPF 50 mist? Um, I got my little measuring. So you're supposed to put a quarter teaspoon of sunscreen on your face. So I got my baking measuring quarter teaspoon and it was like seven or eight spritzes, um, for the one I was using but Mm -hmm. again that's assuming that it doesn't end up in the air and anyone who's ever used a fake tan that's a spritz knows that it does end up in the air because then it ends up on your feet Mm -hmm. so yeah I did two goes of seven or eight spritzes and that's good that I'm comfortable with that yeah How are um, sunscreens tested in Australia and why are we so much stricter than the rest of the world so they put the sunscreen on volunteers and it has to be at a density of two milligrams per square centimetre. Then they put the skin under like a simulated sunlight uh, and they give it the dose of UV that would make this, like enough UV to make the skin red by the next day. And they determine the SPF that way. Um, we also list them as medicines. So all that data has to be submitted to the TGA. Several countries do this as well, like a lot. Um, but some list them as cosmetics. So in New Zealand, they are cosmetics with some caveats, but still it's, as you can imagine, and rightly so, listing a medicine is a bit more involved than listing a Mm -hmm. cosmetic. They also have to be made at a TGA-approved facility, Um, so they go through, like, manufacturing checks and that kind of thing. And there's another thing, um, it's critical wavelength. So basically the UVA protection to label it broad spectrum has to protect from a wide spectrum of UVA not just like a little bit which sounds straightforward but um some countries aren't as stringent about that UVA broad spectrum protection also to say SPF 50 plus here it has to test at 60 or more whereas to say SPF 50 without the plus it has to test at SPF 50 to 59. So when I see one that's like SPF 50, not 50 plus, I'm like, oh, I see. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So if someone's using like an SPF 30 and they're like, why would I need to use an SPF 50? I'm already using an SPF 30. How would you explain that difference to them? Um, I think the UVA protection is a big one, especially if experiencing hyperpigmentation, um, the UVA is a big contributor. It's also, so they say like SPF 30 protects from 97% of UV and SPF 50 is 98, so there's not a big difference. If you reverse it and instead of thinking about, oh, this one blocks 97% and this one blocks 98%, think about how much it lets in. So if an SPF 30 blocks 97% and an SPF 50 blocks 98%, then the 30 is letting in 3% and the 50 is letting in 2%. So it's like a lot more protection when you think about it that way. On the SPF 50, because I know that I've been overseas or been on holidays and I've had SPF 50 on and, and I still don't get burnt, but I can still feel like my skin darkening. 
um, what's that because of? Like why is it like is that that 2% that can still get through? Yeah, definitely. And I think that happens if you're someone that does tan easily, then you're going to get a tan no matter what you do because there's a little bit of sun coming in. So I wouldn't want to make anyone feel bad that they got a tan because the sun is bad because it's just that for you that will turn into a tan and for me my skin will just get red and angry and my rosacea will flare up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean uh, what I've started to do, I did this um, because I've found that I like to read like my book in the sun for like 20 minutes. So I now have like a long sleeve light weight like T-shirt and then I got this new hat that's like out to here and it's got like a UV, like what do you think about the hats with the UV protection? UVA, UV. That's it, yeah. UPF, wow. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I was trying to figure out. I, I was thinking in my head. <laughs> I was like, what is it? It's UF something. I specifically bought that hat knowing that it covered my chest and my face. It looks so dorky. Um, but also that it had that UVP thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, UPF is just sunscreen but the clothing equivalent. So the ratings okay. are quite comparable yeah yeah there's a brand called i think it's called solvari and they do like um clothing that's all we all has a upf ufp upf factor (laughs) yeah like it's not cool but like if you're really into some protection my hat was a cool brand but it's just so white my my sister saw it on me and she's like whoa that is a big hat but i was like (laughs) i needed it to cover my my because a lot of hats Mm. don't cover your face and your and your chest and so i was like very much wanted it to cover yeah definitely i've got freckles while wearing a hat and sunscreen and you know mm-hmm. staying in the shape well, i guess this is why the the slip slop slap message has expanded over the years to like yeah. seek shade wear protective clothing use your spf because it's yeah. all like it's all going towards offering extra protection that sunscreen can't definitely and a lot of people not wearing enough sunscreen it's nice to have those little backup methods mm. For anyone wondering if they're not wearing enough sunscreen, how much should they be wearing on their face and body? Cancer Council says one teaspoon per limb, one teaspoon for the front of torso and one for the back, um, and one for the whole head, which would be neck if you didn't have hair and ears. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, for face, neck, ears, I do like a half teaspoon, and that's Mm -hmm. a little bit more than that two milligrams per square centimetre. But I don't know about you, but I'm not going to sit down and measure how many square centimetres my face is. More more is more. (laughs) Yeah, a a lot is good. I like how some brands put like, okay, well, you need to wear five pumps of this sunscreen. Yeah, that's really helpful. And maybe more brands need to do that because there is a lot of data to suggest that most Australians aren't wearing enough sunscreen. So maybe more brands need to be putting that on their packaging. But I think this is a very timely conversation as we come into the warmer months. I know that that doesn't apply to the three of us because we wear our SPF every single day and most of our audience will. But for those that aren't on the SPF train, this is a very... um, timely conversation and this is our encouragement for you to buy some SPF that you're going to wear every single day and continue to wear it year round. Yes, it's the skincare gift that keeps on giving. Like it <laughs> exactly right. Literally every skin condition. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Hannah. That was super helpful. Thank you for having me. So, Hannah, I know that you've already actually done this product as your product you didn't know you needed mm-hmm. in 
a previous episode a while ago, but I have been loving this serum and I didn't start using it regularly until recently because my skin had been flaring up a little bit. Um, I'd been quite like red and sensitive. And so I started using this serum like a couple of times a week. It's the Roche-Posay Dermalurgo, I think it's called. I'm just going to go with that as the pronunciation. Doesn't, doesn't sound right pronunciation, but <laughs> you gave it a go. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. So okay. Yeah. Unless the G is a we're G going, We're going with that. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, so Laurish Pazay say that it's a soothing serum to help reduce the appearance of redness while offering hydration. It's very lightweight. It feels almost like just a hyaluronic acid serum. And it's got what they call neurosensine in it, um, which is for anti-irritation. Um, so it's recommended for skin that's feeling like tight and dry, red, um, irritated. And I can vouch for the fact that it does make a difference when your skin is just feeling like it's not itself. I think you've probably said a similar thing when you spoke about it, but yeah, definitely recommend this product. If you are struggling with any kind of irritation, redness, you feel like your skin's, um, sensitive or not coping with what you're using on it, drop all that. You could use this and then a gentle cleanser and a moisturizer and SPF and you'd be good to go. Um, so I'd say this is like the bargain version of, um, uh, that osmosis rescue serum that I love um, for inflamed skin. I wouldn't say it like pool does serum. as much as that. Public pool serum. Yeah, mm. yeah the public pool serum. Um, <laughs> that's about 220 something dollars and this one's um, about $56. So, yeah, that is my product and no one needed. What's yours? Um, mine is the Dermalogica Daily Glycolic Cleanser. I'm a big fan of Dermalogica. I think every time they send me a new product, I end up, using it really quickly. Like I pretty mm. much use it until it's gone. Um, so this yeah. one is a brightening cleanser, but it is gentle enough to use every day. So it's obviously got glycolic acid, um, which is um, a chemical exfoliator. It also has, am I saying this right? Calendula? Calendula. Yep. Is that his calendula yep. extract? So that actually helps to soothe and helps with any redness. And then it's also got jojoba seed oil. What does Matthew call that? Jojoba. Jojoba, yeah. yeah. Um, so that actually helps to maintain a healthy lipid barrier. So it's got some really nice ingredients in there. Um, I also, okay, can we talk about cleanser um, bottles? Because um, I yeah. just want my cleanser bottle to be really easy to use. So this is like a pump. <laughs> So I just keep, I really like the kind of pump, but then also I like the texture. I'm really fussy about cleanser textures. So this one mm. is like a gel. What cleanser bottle don't you like? I don't like the ones where you have to like open it at the top and pour it into uh, your hand. Yeah. Oh, like unscrew it. Yeah. Like I'm just. Yeah, like that's annoying. Anything that's not a pump bottle, like I really appreciate a pump for a um, yeah cleanser. So yeah, if you're yeah. looking for like a daily exfoliating cleanser, um, yeah, I really recommend this one. Yeah. Particularly like for me at the moment, trying to get my pigmentation under control. Yeah. I'm loving this one. So we've talked about what beauty treatments we're going to get, but what are you mm -hmm. going to do like socially? Like what's the first, what's your first night out? Yeah. Well, to be honest, I haven't really been into the, the whole picnic thing. Like I go out for a walk and stuff. I see so many people at the park. I'm like, I just, I don't really want to do that. I just want to go to a restaurant. I want to sit down. I want to order a cocktail. I knew you were going to say that. I want to be served food. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I just, that's, yeah, I just want to go to a nice restaurant and enjoy the experience. Mm. <laughs> what about you? I I know this is so far off, but I really can't mm. wait for a dance floor. Like that is just oh, like yes. going to be so much fun. Like I just yeah. want dance floor. I want a dance floor. Yeah. I want to like woo that like woo girls. Is that in yeah. How I Met Your Mother? I'm going to like go yeah. full-blown woo girl. <laughs> Yeah, no, that'll be a profound experience when you're on a dance floor surrounded by people. It's sweaty. Yeah, I'm glad that um, for Hattie's birthday in March when we were free, we randomly, after like we'd been out for dinner with all her friends, we were just like, let's find somewhere to dance. And so we went to Public House Mm, and they play like a lot of R&B stuff. They do. And we just went in there and we were pretty much sober and we just danced for like literally three hours and then went home. (laughs) Do you know what I find bizarre? (laughs) We couldn't stop. Is that like we had, you remember before this lockdown and we had like, did we have a couple of weeks where we were like back and I like went on, like I went to a couple of bars in between and I think I went on a couple of dates and like if Mm. I had known that was like my last. Yes. Going out for a drink date, like I really would have savoured the moment. Like I didn't realise how lucky we were for those like couple of weeks that we had. Would have stayed out an extra hour. Totally. I wouldn't have been so desperate to get home and get into my pyjamas because that's usually how I feel. You know what else I'm looking forward to? Going to the movies. And I know that you love going to the movies with your parents. movies. Yes, they make me sit in between them. Yeah. I'm actually not joking. They're like, I know. Like we go to the cinema and like they're like, you sit in between Hannah. So I legitimately sit in between my parents (laughs) and we watch a movie. It's like a really good time. Like please give it a go. Do you reckon people like see you there and think, why is that 30-year-old woman sitting between her parents? No. I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like I went to the movies last year on New Year's Eve. I'm proud about it. Yeah, that's way worse. You went to the movies (laughs) on New Year's Eve and you're telling me because I sit in between my parents on a Monday night. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.